everyone, welcome to the Cod Pod by Minute Meta. I am your host, Darth Tedward, and today I am joined by Mr. Jamie. Jamie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Well, today we are going to be going over everything DMZ, everything Warzone 2, as today was the day that they re they showed off the new DMZ mode. It looked interesting. We definitely have some thoughts about it. I have probably watched about Two and a half hours of content today. Jamie here watched all four and a half hours of everything. Watching different streamers, different things like that. We had fun watching it. It was It's at least entertaining to watch. That was the good thing. But let's just go ahead and get straight into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is Al Mazra, the map itself. Both of these modes are played on Al Mazra. Jamie, what, what is your first impressions of the new map? The best map the Infinity Ward of Mid. I 100% agree. It's got everything that you need in a Biama. So, kind of my, kind of my impressions of it, and from looking at it, it's basically like okay, everyone loved Verdansk and the original Verdansk, but there was definitely some issues with it. But what they did was they said, okay, let's let's try and base it kind of like Verdansk, but let's make it more of a BR map. So. There's not just trees and bushes and all this stuff everywhere like Caldera, where you can't see everything's just green. The downside of it is everything kind of is just brown because it's set in the desert. But honestly, I don't hate that because you can see a lot of people yep. and operators on it. Like, even though it is kind of dull, the buildings have lots of color. It's it's not like just a dull brown. Like, it's a bright, vibrant brown. And so, it's 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 not horrible. The map design looks really well. I'm, I'm ready to actually get on it and play it and see how that is. But uh, it looks fun. The other thing about uh, Al Mazar that I wanted to point out. So, in a tweet from Call of Duty Today, I actually do not have that specific tweet pulled up. But they said that Al Mazar, I and I quote this, is the first map of Warzone 2. So I'm hoping that means that maybe we're going to have kind of some like Apex kind of vibes where eventually we may have two, three, four maps that we're rotating through, which I would love. Now, who knows? It's Call of Duty. It's Activision. Who knows how many maps they're going to make? But that would be a really cool aspect of it. You got anything else on just the map itself other than just like, yeah, it was 100% a W? So on the topic of like being really brown, the buildings are quite vibrant. Yes. Um, so it's a lot like, uh, what's that map called? Mercado in multiplayer? Uh, yep, Mercado is my favorite map in multiplayer. Um, hands down the best map. And I like how they've implemented the same kind of style of buildings, where buildings aren't just one plain color. Yep. Um, and, and it seems like with the buildings, this is one of the, one of the biggest issues with Verdansk is a lot of the buildings had one way up them, and that was it. Yep. And it seems like they tried to do a really good job with all of these buildings, making sure that there's at least two to four ways up all of these buildings. So it's not just a lot of staircase fighting. So, but, And a lot uh, of them have jump spots. Yes, exactly. And a lot of them have jump spots. And with the new mantling system, like you actually can climb some areas of the map that you would not be able to climb in Warzone 1. Now... I think the new mantling system and climbing system is very, very janky. I think it yep. needs to be worked out some more. It's not smooth, but at least, like, it kind of works. So that's that's another W. But, all right, let's go ahead and just go into what everyone, of course, wants to hear about today. We're going to talk about DMZ and the 
kind of disaster, I think that it was for Activision. Um, I, it's a, it's 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 not good. It's there's a there's a lot of things wrong with it in my opinion. That just it's not going to be fun to play. For the casuals, it will. Yeah, just Jamie, I'm gonna let you go, you go ahead and start on this, and then I'll give I'll give my two cents on it. So my issue is they said that they wanted to bring a new kind of mode to enter the Tarkov space. They wanted to create something that can compete with Tarkov. Make it more casual, because obviously, as we all know, Call of Duty is a lot more casual game than what Tarkov is. Tarkov's that kind of game where if you start Tarkov now, I feel sorry for you. Hmm? Because the skill gap in Tarkov is by far superior to anything that I've ever played. It's a completely different kind of SPS. But that being said, and having a Tarkov mode, DMZ isn't anything like Tarkov. No. Nowhere near. The looting system is decent. It's the way that it kind of should be in that kind of game. You pick it up and it brings up everything that's inside, you grab it. But my issue is things like UAVs, a map, just any kind of HUD related kind of stuff shouldn't really be there because you won't have that in that kind of game mode. It's meant to be you go in blind, you've got to basically find a way of survival. That's the whole point, it's like an FPS survival based game. Yep. You go in, grab the most expensive stuff that you can find, stuff that's worth grabbing, and exfilling. It's not based on going around gun running and stuff like that, shooting everything that you see. It's more about looting, grabbing what you can, and building your own little safe house economy. And we didn't get that. Yeah, it's with the, with extraction type games. They're meant to be like they're meant to be more tactical. They're meant to they're meant to take thought. They're meant to take like. You're supposed to think about it, and you're supposed to want to play it because there's always something new, always something going on. So, and like, it's basically with with X field type of games, it's it's like taking an MMO and putting it inside of a battle royale, and you're supposed to combine those somehow so that you always have something to do. And from the looks of the DMZ, like they, they may improve it, they may add stuff, they may, like this just, I know this is the first time we've seen it. And so I'm not trying to jump to conclusions immediately. But from the looks of it, there's nothing to do. Like, yeah, there's like, okay, different things you can grind, quote unquote, to do. But like today with one of the things, if you did it, you got a sticker. Like, I don't understand why they haven't figured out yet. No one cares about stickers. They don't. Like, it's... No one ever uses them. Like, why... Why would I grind so hard for this? For a sticker? Like, okay. Cool. I get a double weapon XP for doing something. That actually kind of useful right yep. now because we're trying to grind weapons. But at the same time, it's just like, what? This has no point of it. Like... With Tarkov, I have not actually played Tarkov. I've watched some people play it because some of my friends who used to be Call of Duty creators have turned into Tarkov creators, and I've watched some of them play. It's a very, very interesting game mode. But 
The most important concept of Tarkov is the economy in Tarkov. It has this whole extremely, extremely integrate economy that when you come, you go into the game, you go into the maps, you get stuff that you think is worth something or that you know is worth something, bring it back out of the game, and then you use that stuff to trade it in for money, other items, things like that, to keep gaining more things. And the fun part of it is you can keep getting better and better stuff, but if you take that stuff into the actual map and you die and lose it, it's gone. And so that's where it's like it's there's there's something to do. And with this game, it's just like, but there's there, there's nothing there. There's not an economy in DMZ. So I, I don't know what the actual point of it's going to be. Like, I saw something today where it's like, okay, it would be actually be worth something if we had some, like, DMZ-exclusive camos or something like that. Like, you got a camo for competing it, and you could actually lose that, like, you could lose that camo. Like, that would be something that's actually cool that you could pull from, pull from Warzone and Call of Duty and combine it with the new DMZ mode and like that actually meshes together. Like you need things like that that work. Like outside of camos, I'm not 100% sure what they could do. This is blueprints. Creative. Blueprint, yeah, blueprints, camos, like just things like that that you could use in game but you could also lose. Like the point of it is it's a it is a risk reward thing. Yep. And it's like it's not there. I I I don't understand. It's one of those things where it just kind of blows your head. Yeah. Like we've like this was the more anticipated out of the two out of this and Warzone and everyone was ready. That's the thing. Everyone was ready. All like not not some of the competitive scene was it it was kind of fifty fifty on them. A lot of them were ready for Warzone two just because it's a competitive aspect of it. But so many of the content creators were ready for this, and it's just like it looks like it fell flat on its face. And I wanted to bring up this. Uh, Iceman Isaac, if y'all don't know who he is, he is a uh, content creator slash competitor in Warzone 1. Uh, grew his YouTube, uh, the Academy, all his stuff. Absolutely fantastic. He said, I think DMZ should be delayed. Let Warzone 2 go crazy on November 16th and keep working on DMZ until it's ready. Perception at launch is perception forever. That is a very, very key statement that I 100% agree with. I will explain why in just a few minutes. Delays are better than a dead release. Please, there's so much potential here, but there's just no depth to this game right now. The map is incredible. Again, like we were talking about on Mazda, it is absolutely amazing. I do 100% agree that it needs it needs to be probably changed where it's set at or and or the sun needs to be nerfed. We're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Uh... But the AI is the AI is challenging, but for what exactly? There's 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 no there's no reason for it. The game feels pointless. We are looting all game just to extract for some XP. No stash, no quest lines, no marketing, no in-game economy. Am I missing something? I was super excited for this game mode. It just looks like plunder with AIs and extractions. And so before we go into the plunder part of it, let's go into the perception that launches perception forever. So along with playing Warzone and Call of Duty, I started playing Apex. Probably around seven, eight months ago at this point, and they launch a new legend every season. And the perception at launch that is so important because it's the same thing 
with Legends. This past season that Apex released, they released a new Legend that was supposed to counter one of the most powerful Legends in the game, and she's broken. And she does not work the way that she's supposed to, so she has the lowest pick rate in the game because of that. Like, literally, she's only two weeks old at this point, and no one likes running her because she's completely useless. And so, it's the same thing right there. Once you have that first impression, and no one wants to use her, no one, and then, it's the same thing that's happened with other Legends before. Mad Maggie is an example in that game. Like, it takes forever, uh, uh, like, buffs and buffs and changes to get people to actually start enjoying it. Look at... Another example, another massive, massive example, Battlefield 2042. Battlefield 2042 right now is actually a playable game. Like, I know, I don't know if any of y'all have not seen anything, there's not much news about it. Battlefield 2042 is actually amazing right now. Yep. Like, they finally have the game fixed, but because of what happened at launch, it's horrible. No one plays it. Like, it fell flat on its face. Battlefield 2042, Cyberpunk. Is that the the name of that game? Cyberpunk's a playable, great game It's good now. One of of my uh, co-workers, he was so excited for that game. And then whenever it flopped, he'd been waiting the game for three years. Like He had bought all kinds of stuff. It flopped. He got so pissed off. But then he didn't play it. And he actually finally started playing it a few weeks ago. Because it's like, yeah, they finally got everything fixed where it's playable. But no one's playing it. Because it flopped so bad on release. Release things are so important. So this needs to be delayed, in my opinion. Because I don't think it's ready for where it needs to be. Not to compete with Warzone, no. No, absolutely not. And that's the thing. It's like, so... DMZ is not only competing with Warzone, it's also competing with Tarkov. So it's competing with two different things that people already want to play otherwise. And it has to be better than both of them. And the two gigantic things as well. Yes. Like, the Tarkov community is very, very protective over Tarkov. Yep. Like, they're... Like it's it's kind of one of those things they they hate on every single other FPS game, and they think that they're just superior. So for for something to actually compete with it, it's got to be an amazing game, and this is this is just not it. As Iceman said, blunder yeah. with AI. Yeah, like that's I saw I saw Jay got tweeted. He's like, I don't get the people comparing this to Plunder. But so the reason why people are comparing it to plunder, plunder is where ninety nine percent of the community, maybe only ninety five, there was this really really small plunder community that apparently existed. I never saw it, but like whenever people started hating on plunder, they got vocal on Twitter, and it was actually yep. kind of hilarious. But that like this ninety five percent of people, the only reason why they played plunder was to level up weapons. And so that's, I feel like that's all people are going to use this for because you do get a lot of XP for doing this. Oh, yeah, a lot. So, like, people who did not buy Modern Warfare 2, DMZ might actually be a really good place for you to level up some weapons because you can just drop in, do a couple of contracts and exfil with holding your weapon, and you're going to level it up a lot. And just blast through those first 55 levels, and then you can move on. Yeah. And so, like, so you that's... You can unlock everything. So that's, I think that's going to be a good way for people who did not buy Modern Warfare to actually get XP. Oh, yeah. But other than that, it's just like, why? 
Like, how's like me and you? There's been actually like grinding camos and grinding weapon levels and stuff like that. I'm like, as much as I want to touch DMZ just to try and see what it's like, because I like spec ops and stuff like that when it's just me on my own. I'd like to give it a try, but then part of me is just like, now where uh, I've seen this stuff today, and I'm just like, yeah, do I actually want to waste my time with that? That's like that's that's what I was gonna say. It feels like they basically took Spec Ops and put it on the BR map, but didn't really do it very well. They just kind of said, here's this, have fun. I mean, like, now that you say it, like, so the objectives that are in, like, the three Spec Ops modes are pretty much like the objectives that are in... It, yes, like, like, that's literally that what it mode. is. It's like they, they they took Spec Ops and Plunder and said, "Here, let's make a baby out of these two modes and see if it works." But and a mod where you can also have, and a mod where you can also have constant UAVs if you take a stronghold. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> I I don't understand. It, this is it's something that has so much potential, but it just needs it needs so much work. The end of the day, they need to like. So do you remember the realism mod that was on College in like on Modern Warfare Two Nineteen multiplayer? Yes, the real the yeah. realism mode for a modern warfare twenty nine multiplayer. Then there was also a realism mode for Warzone. Yeah, do you remember how it had zero HUD? Yes, that's how DMZ needs to be. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, it it needs to be. So this is kind of actually one of the things. Let's try and be positive for a few minutes. One of the one of the things I actually did like about DMC that I don't understand why people are complaining about it is the time to kill. So extraction game modes are supposed to have a fast time to kill because yeah. extraction FPSs are supposed to be more realistic. Like that's kind of the point of them. And so a lot of people on Twitter today were complaining about the time to kill. I'm like, why are you complaining about this time to kill? That's what it's supposed to be. Like, it's basically supposed to be, like, a hardcore mode. Like, so if tier one mode, whatever the hell that is, it's hardcore multiplayer. So you have normal multiplayer, then you have hardcore multiplayer. DMZ is supposed to be, there's Warzone, and then there's hardcore Warzone. This is supposed to be hardcore Warzone plus extra stuff that you have to do. And there's just, there's nothing to do. That's the bad part of it. Like, it's there. The base of it is there. That's what I kind of do like about it, is they have the base of it there. They built this entire game around DMZ. If you don't believe me, you haven't played Modern Warfare 2. They built the entire movement system, looting system, building system, gun system, everything. They built everything around this game. And DMZ, the base for DMZ is there. They just need to have the actual content for it. It's just, I don't know. I mean, the looting system in DMZ is actually good. It's good for DMZ, yes. But then, okay, so the other thing that I saw, uh, the solo mission in the campaign. Oh, I hit my mic. The solo mission in the campaign. There was I, I watched so many people play that and love that. I watched Lucci play that. That was his favorite thing in the campaign where you could get stuff and combine stuff and build things. And it's like, this is what it's going to be about. This is what DMZ is going to be based around. And there was nothing. Nothing. You pick it's up just, some pills and stuff like that. I was like, oh, they've actually got like antibiotics and stuff like that. Are they actually going to have like something where like... Say if you go in the water for too long, you get like some kind of infection or like you get wounded or something like that. 
I was along the lines where, oh, like, they're actually added in, like, environmental shit. No, you just go to a buy station, sell them, and buy a kill streak or something yeah. like that. See, this, this, is, this is kind of the thing that I'm, I'm curious about. I'm ready to see some raid play. Like, so raid is releasing later in season one. And I'm, I'm ready to see it because I feel like raid is probably what DMC should be from everything that I'm hearing about it. Because so, apparently, so those, those mechanics from the campaign are going to be usable in raid. So another thing that I'm also hearing about these raids is obviously like I play like a couple of MMOs on the side. I've yes. played Division for years and I've played Destiny for years. Now those two both have raids, and from what I can gather with it is like there's multiple encounters and stuff like that, and each encounter gets harder and stuff like that. From my knowledge of raiding in like smaller MMOs like the Division and Destiny is exactly what this sounds like yep. it's a multiplayer thing you take on an ai boss and like a few like enemies and stuff like that and that's what it is yep it's a fun little sandbox thing where you and your teammates can go into something and have fun yep like because i feel like go ahead not everyone in gaming likes pvp no and that's where, like, games are now starting to create more along the lines of where, like, obviously DMZ and, as we saw in the end of Warzone, PvEVP. Yep. Because what, then you've got... Which is got, what DMZ is supposed to be. Yeah. Like, DM, like, and along the lines of, like, I'm going to revert back to the TTK thing as well. The TTK isn't the issue. It's people that haven't played a Tarkov that is the issue. And, and right. another part of the issue is, is even though these guns do actually have more recoil, it's still Call of Duty. It still doesn't have quite a lot of recoil. And, yeah. and games like this are supposed to have so much recoil that, like, using an, a fully automatic gun is almost impossible outside yeah. of, like, five meters. Um, Like, I'll say it again for everybody. If you want to experience real TTK... Go and watch someone play Tarkov because you can get shot once by a normal semi-automatic rifle in your chest and you'll be dead. Yeah. One, two bullets max, you're dead. But the guns yeah. are extremely realistic to use. Like, they're, oh, yeah. it's hard to hit somebody in the chest. You use a sniper scope, you've got to be incredibly accurate because the way that sniper scope moves is realistic. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I was expecting, and in all honesty, like played Tarkov myself it's an L like it's just it's it's almost it's almost one of those things like the fact that this got compared to Tarkov is almost a joke like even me like be, not being in the Tarkov community and being a like I've played the game at least yeah and Tarkov has spent years making what it is now it's made it it's took years for it to become relevant and now it's to the point where it's actually probably, in my eyes, one of the greatest FPS games around. You want a challenge, go and play Tarkov. Yep. And it actually feels like Infinity Ward in this moment in time have just handed them a big, massive insult. Yep. And not even that. They've said, congratulations, here, you actually did something right, we tried to do it, and failed epically. Like, the Isn't only it? similarity that I see is, congratulations, you extract and you keep whatever you have in the game. That's the only <laughs> comparison. Like, 
That's it. Everything else Ward's about the budget, game. Infinity Ward's budget will be 10 to 100 times more than what the guys <laughs> Tarkov had. Yeah. Like, if they can, if, if Tarkov's, that's, that's, that's the issue about it. Tarkov has, is not on console and it's not for controller. If they can ever figure out a way to get Tarkov to console and I make think... it where you can use a controller. Like it's I, going to blow. The, the, I know they're working on it. It's yeah, just, it's, it's not it's an easy feat. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's it's the same as like um. So I'll put it into retrospect with something like Destiny, for example. Yeah. The shit that you can do on mouse and keyboard on Destiny, movement wise and gun wise, everything like that, you wouldn't even dream of doing it on console. No, because the inputs are just too great. Like macros and stuff like that are so helpful in a game like Destiny. But you can also do it for Tarkov. And to try and do that kind of stuff with a controller on a game like Tarkov, it'd be unfair putting them up against PC players. Yeah. But uh, I think it's enough DMZ talk. We've talked about it a lot. There's going to be a lot of people talking about it. I've, oh, there's yeah. just so much information that I've seen. It's just... The, the the bottom line, it needs to be delayed. DMZ yeah. needs to be delayed. That's that's the 100%. bottom line of everything. The other thing I, I had on here, no proc chat. I didn't really hear any proc chat, but I was also bouncing back and forth in between some people who might have had it turned off. Uh, Jamie said that you said you did actually hear. Oh uh, yeah, I I heard I heard some funny proc chats. Okay, good, good. Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm just crazy <laughs> then and didn't didn't actually. It just yeah. I, I just. I was also half modding and just also I was at work and working and so it was just it was it was a lot of lot of stuff. But all right, uh let's see here. Let's talk about some Warzone 2. Let's just go off the basic things. What were you what you like and dislike about Warzone 2? Let's just go like like first. Uh, in all honesty, I was expecting the like Vedansk will always be the pinnacle because obviously lockdown and everything like that. Yeah, we were literally locked everybody was locked in their house. Yeah. Um but at that time, like I was a firefighter at the same time, so Warzone 2 was like a big stress relief. And coming from Vedansk to Caldera, I mean, I dipped as soon as I saw Caldera. I was like, yeah, it's not my thing. I didn't even touch Rebirth until the last couple of months of Warzone. Yeah. So stepping into like a new mode like this, I was a bit skeptical. I wanted like the good times and everything like that. And to be honest, I'll say it and I'll say it again. I think this will be better than Warzone 1. Through and through. The looting system is what I'd be asked I should be, especially with a backpack. Mm -hmm. Holding a certain amount of things where you can't just hold a max ammo for every single kind of gun and stuff like that. Now, you carry the ammo that you need, same as what you can in Apex, and you go from there. Um... The lighting is probably my main issue. Yep. Um, 100%. And it's the same on Embassy as well, the multiplayer map. That sun glare on that game, it needs turning down Dumb. a lot. Just, it needs turned down a lot. Yeah. Like, put um, the sun in the sky. We don't need it. We don't need it to be that freaking realistic. Like, I'm sorry. It isn't that. Um, I've forgotten whose stream it was on. I think it was Sims. And Sim was literally shooting at someone on one of the mountains. He moved into a position and he literally couldn't see a damn thing. No. His whole screen was just yeah, yellow. Yeah, the whole, the, whole the whole thing yellow would just brightness across the entire yeah. screen. 
Yeah. Like you've just got that horrible glare. Like as if you, you know, like when you're driving and you get that little bit of sun glare and it like yeah. fucks your eyes up. Yep. That kind of stuff. That the thing that don't need I to be that realistic. It's this is a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The one thing that I did love more than anything was watching Joe for like the whole duration. Oh, apart yeah. from when I was in Smiths. Joe made it look more enjoyable than I think it actually was for them. But he was hanging around the airport, and another thing that I'm upset about, there's another ATC tower. I want that removed. Yeah, you know. Um, but footsteps are incredibly clear. That's good, because they're not in Modern Warfare 2. Um, so Joe was actually on the roof of the airport, and he could hear people three floors below him. Good. That's the way it needs to be. So um, that, that means hopefully that the audio system is slightly different between Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone. I'm hoping so. Like, for multiplayer, it works Like if you sound horrid, like, really, really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. This, we, we have a video. Check out the channel. I actually did a full breakdown of this uh, earlier this week with what's wrong. What, I literally go through what's wrong with the audio in Modern Warfare 2 because it's bad. But if you, if you want to go watch that video, go watch it. It's really good. But, um, yeah, full steps are incredibly clear. I mean, there was him, Huskers, and Doug running around like maniacs. Yeah. And even I, through his stream, where obviously he would still have like his game audio probably a lot lower than what he was hearing it, and I could still hear the footsteps below him. Yeah. That was amazing. I love the TTK of the game so far. The TTK is much higher than what it was in Warzone 1. And I like it how if you hit someone in the head with a sniper and they have all three plates, it doesn't kill them the same way that it wouldn't in Apex. They're actually getting to that point where it's more of a battle royale feeling. Yeah. So, my, my, I'm going to do a couple negatives. I'm sorry. That's just what I'm thinking of right now. I've got two massive negatives about the game that I saw today. One, so I like the backpack system. I agree that that's what it needs to go to. I think the base backpack needs to be bigger. Just so that you can carry, like, okay, you need to be able to, in your base backpack, you need to be able to carry a stack of ammo for your primary, stack of ammo for your secondary, a stack of plates, a nade, and uh, a tactical. Like, you need to be able to carry that because it seemed like, Especially used a little bit more ammo because it seemed yeah. like you couldn't, nobody could carry enough ammo. Like that, that seemed like it was a massive issue. And so you were having to sacrifice something just to be able to have a little bit of ammo. Then you can upgrade your bigger ones. You can upgrade to a bigger backpack. Well, you can, where you can carry, I saw people carrying extra weapons around today. Like at one point, I saw Brad, yeah. he was carrying an AR and an SMG as his main weapons, but then he had an LMG, or not LMG, he had a, uh, 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 Strella in his backpack that he could just pull out if he needed to, which was freaking cool. Like he, he oh, could yeah. trade, he could trade out his weapons. Like I need the Strella right now, and he could pull the Strella out. Uh, that where you can carry extra, uh, like precision airstrikes or cluster strikes and things like that. And you can carry extra plates. Yeah, and you, you can carry extra plates if you need to. So that was that was one of the biggest issues. I think I think the the base backpack needs at least two more slots to it. That way oh, yeah. you can have enough ammo. Like I understand not being able to do all of the extra shit, like carry an extra weapon, carry 
uh, extra uh, different things with you. But at least for the base backpack, you need to be able to carry a tactical, a nade, a stack of plates, and uh, a couple of stacks of ammo for both guns. The other uh, big issue that I saw with the game was he was talking about time to kill. I think the time to kill is good when people everyone has three plates. The fact that you start off with two plates and then you have to find a satchel to be able to carry a third plate, I don't like that at all. They either they need to go with either one of two ways. Most people in the Warzone community are going to be just the start off with three plates. And then if you find the satchel, they can leave the satchel in the game. That's cool. But it basically works the same way the Tempered Perk does, where... Instead of needing three plates, you only need two, and it's 75 and 75 instead of 50-50-50. They need to either do that, or they need to have it kind of like Apex has it, where you have the ability to earn more M or more shield. So, like, if everyone lands on the ground, congratulations, everybody only has two, cool. But whoever wins the gunfight, like, if you challenge somebody, whoever wins that challenge... By the time that fight's over with, you're gonna have your extra plate to have to go on through the rest of the game. I can kind of understand. Make can buy it. Oh yeah, you can do that too. Make it where you can buy it. Which the buying system that's all in there. We're gonna get to that here. In a minute. <laughs> uh, the the store is strange. Uh, but so that's like one way or the other. Pick one way or the other. I don't really care which way they go with it. I kind of. I don't know. I, I'm torn both ways. I love Apex since I've started playing it. I actually love the way their system does it because Apex, you go and go from literally two shield all the way up to five shield. You can upgrade your armor along the way by killing people. Uh, like it, it, it incentivizes you to be in fights and things like that and get damage. And so you can actually get up to five layers of, of uh, plates or shield as they call it in Apex. And it's absolutely amazing. I love that aspect of it. But just a base 250 health, I think, is good for everyone. Like, don't don't have it where oh, some people have 200, some people have 300, and it's just kind of this just thing in the end of the game. Because you're just you're at a disadvantage whenever that's happening. Like, it's not yeah. it's not a it makes it too RNG based. That's the word I'm looking for. But you got anything else about that before I go into a little bit of positive um, about it, actually? So, like, a lot of people are going to be like, well. We need guns with less recoil. Same as what they will in like the DMZ mod. No, like I'm tired of seeing everyone create builds for look at this laser beam, look at that laser beam. No, add a little bit of skill into it. That's you want I loved that. You want a gun that can go long range, you want an LMG. Yep. Mount up with an LMG somewhere the way that Warzone's meant to be, and just laser people that way. Lay down suppressive fire for your teammates, and then one of your teammates can snipe them and get an angle on them. I'm liking this whole th trio thing right now. The way that it was almost in the beginning, where it was just trios. Yeah. Quads they, is too they, much. They, they've already confirmed a solo duo trio squads. Like, it's in the patch notes. I can scroll, oh, yeah. scroll down here and find it, but it's it would take me a few minutes. I'm not going to spend the time. But I, 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 I read think... the entire patch notes earlier, and it's, duo, it's solo duo trio squads. What, from the get-go, or is that yeah, coming the, in? The, it? Yeah, from, from right. the get-go. It's solo's duo right. trio squads. But I agree with you. I, I think trios is the best game mode. Yeah, I think trios, the way that it played today, was it wasn't... It actually looked a lot more like Apex than what Warzone has ever been. 
And the reason why I say Apex is because right now Apex is probably the stand-up for BRs. Oh, yeah, no. Apex right now is the best. Like... Sorry, it's not the best BR. Fortnite is still the best BR. I'm sorry for anyone who's crying about that. But, 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 but. Fortnite is still the best BR. It's the most popular BR, all that stuff. Apex is the best competitive yeah. BR. And when you look at the aspect today, you've got people like Biffle, Joe, Bread, Sim, all those kind of guys playing slow and playing tactically. Like, you'll get, like, a couple of third parties here and there. But it's a lot slower than what we are used used to. to. Yes. And I saw a lot of people on uh, Twitter um, crying about that today. I have, um, 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 let's just put it this way. I have one, I have four words for you. Shut the fuck up. No one gives a shit. It's a BR that needs to have some tactical ability to it. Yep. It's not multiplayer. It's not, let's drop a thousand kills. Winning matters. Be having positioning matters. That's why Apex is such more fun right now to me than Warzone 1 was. Because it's not just, like, there's a re- in, in Apex, there's a reward for being good. Again, this is nothing I'm about to go into here in a few minutes rank play but in apex there's a reward for winning the game and be and doing good it's a rank warzone and warzone 2 the way that they actually kind of have it designed right now there is a reward for playing tactically and winning the game it's it's or and because you get to win the game now they need to add a ranking system to it so there's actually a reward for wanting to do that and it's not just everyone going to be pub stopping because if Every, if it just turns back into pump stopping, it's just going to turn back into what Warzone 1 was. Absolutely boring. No one's going to care about wins after about a month because the only thing people want is high kill, high kill, high kill, high kill. And that's the only thing that matters. That's yep. not what needs to matter in a BR. Winning months. It, it, it got to that point in Warzone because it was just like after a while, winning in Warzone got boring yep. because it was just there was no reward for winning. The guns were too easy to use. Do what? The guns were too easy to use. Yeah. All it mattered was who could get the first shots off, and that's who won. Yeah. Like, and it's just... Like, like with with this game mode, it's going to take some tactic ability, actually being in correct position, and then it needs to be rewarded with a rank. But, yeah. Rant over, I think. (laughs) I think. But yeah, like the playability of it and like the way they play. So you've got guys like Iron, for example. Iron's gonna absolutely thrive off this. Yeah. Because he's Iron's just gonna, gonna look. This. Yeah, he's just gonna rotate on you all the time. Yep. Like it's his play style. It's slow. You're not gonna see like in all honesty, I don't even think there's a hot drop because there's nowhere like that. There will, actually, up, there will end up being one. It's just it's gonna take it's gonna take everyone being on the game. So that's kind of like like today, they were literally playing. The best players in the world were there, so it was yep. playing more like a custom tournament was, where yep. everyone's playing really really slow because they don't really know they they don't, they don't know the map. B they know everyone they're playing with is ridiculously good, and so they were still scared of challenging people because they're like, yes. well, what's good? What isn't good? Yeah. 
So that that's going to take a little bit to work out. That will eventually be a hot drop. Every map develops a hot drop. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. Uh, but yeah, it, it's. Before we move on. Yep. One more thing that I need to mention is the amount of POIs that are in this map. Eighteen. There are eighteen POIs. This map is huge. This map, literally, if you look at the map, it's literally like as if you landed on a Fortnite map. Yes, it's massive. Which is how it should be. How many? How many uh, POIs is there in Apex? About the same. It. So in Apex, there's like POIs, and then there's sub POIs yeah. and things like that. Most of the maps have between twelve and fifteen, sixteen, like that. Exactly. So you look at those two. I mean, how many did Vedansk and Caldera have? Eight. Verdansk had, a, Verdansk had a lot more by the end, just not as many at the beginning when it first dropped. Uh, they they tried with Verdansk. They basically they had all the original POIs, and then they tried to like make POIs and yeah. all the POIs. Yeah, they tried doing the they tried doing the Fortnite thing. Yeah, where, so it wasn't as spread out. But uh, Caldera is still there's not very many POIs. Yeah, like Caldera is just here, go run through a jungle. Yeah, basically yes. Um, but no, like this map, it it is it like is what you want from a BR map. Like yeah. I don't want to say it's perfect because I haven't played it myself, but to me this looks about as much BR as what we can get out of Call of Duty. Yeah. But the other, the other really main issue that I kind of have with Warzone Two is it's Warzone Two. But it's not a Warzone 2 from the end of Warzone 1. Nope. It's a Warzone 2 from the end of Modern Warfare Warzone. So a lot of the like quality of life changes that have happened, especially over the last year with Ted Timmons, God, God bless that man, that man is the greatest thing that ever happened to Warzone 1 and you will never change my fucking mind about it. Uh... But so many things that Ted made sure changed to make the player make to to make the player experience so much better in the last eight to ten months. None of that stuff made it into Warzone Two because Warzone Two was already probably mostly developed by the time he was changing all of that stuff to make the game better. And so in some aspects of it, it feels like we're going backwards, which I've I've heard some people talk about. Like it's like, even though it's Warzone 2, there are some aspects where we're just going straight backwards because this Warzone 2 is based... It's it's Warzone... It's it's Modern Warfare Warzone 2. Yep. Like, it's not Warzone 2. It's Modern Warfare Warzone 2. So, like, erase the last two years of Warzone. It's starting from there. So, that's, that's kind of a lot, also a little bit of my issue with it is there's just... There needs to be some quality of life stuff. I really, really... They need to just make Ted Timmons the head of Warzone. I would love if they would do that, or like the head, <laughs> like the head of development, out and head, whatever the head. He needs to be in charge of making these decisions because every single decision that he made in the past ten months was a massive, massive W for the game and for the community. He saved Warzone One and everything that he did in the last eight months. Like, he, he at least made it where it was still playable. Pochkunski was a good part of that. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Let's move on. Loadouts. Talk about loadouts. Bugged. 
bugged. That's just kind of, I think that's just kind of just wasn't wasn't a complete like format of the game. Like I think this yeah. is so they so basically this is kind of what everyone needs to understand. At the COD Next event, when they were playing that version of Warzone, they were literally playing a month old version of Warzone in that situation. And so now that it's been about what a month? No, it's been longer than that. Two months since then. It's been two months since COD Next, basically a month and a half, six COD weeks. COD Next was what August. I thought it was September. Beginning of September, I think. It's been it's been like two no, two and a half it, months. No, it was literally the end of August. Oh, I thought it was a little bit later. Than that. Anyway, whenever it was, it was it was two or three months ago at this point. So now that they've made all these changes to Warzone. The version that they were playing today was probably about two weeks old. Like, they yeah. weren't playing the current version, like, what's going to come out next week. It was probably about two weeks old. They're still making modifications to it also. So there were some bugs in it. In the actual Warzone 2.0. Crap ton of bugs in DMZ. We've already talked about that. But in the actual Warzone, it was pre it's pretty refined. But there's still a couple of bugs in it. So that edit being able to edit Lotus is still one of those things. But... How loadouts are going to work. So, you have three options to get your loadout. The first one, which is probably going to be the easiest, is go to a stronghold, take the stronghold, and you have your loadout. Congratulations. Yep. The second is there's going to be an in-game event, basically kind of like a jailbreak, uh, things like that, where it's going to drop loadout boxes all around the map, but there's not one for every team. Like, it's just there's a loadout box on the ground, and Anyone can go get it. The third way you can do it is you can buy your primary weapon for $5,000 from the buy station. I like that. Kind of. So I'm glad they reduced the price of it. That's one thing I'm glad that they did. Oh, yeah. Because in, in the original Warzone... Too, whenever they were playing it at Cod Next, wasn't it like fifteen k? Yeah, it was like fifteen thousand dollars for a gun for one person, and it's just like, oh hell no! Like that's that's not even close to worth it. Five thousand dollars, I can kind of get behind that. Still, I think it still might be just a little bit too much, but Especially I can when you get to a UAV. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's it's just it's kind of one of those things where. Like, you have the weapon, but you're only getting one of your weapons, and you can only actually buy your primary weapon from the buy station, like, in each loadout. So now it's going to be even more important to having your uh, loadouts built correctly. That way you can buy whatever weapon you need. But it's it's just, I don't know. They're, they're here. That's what we're glad about. I'm giving it two seasons before they reverted back to what it normally was because what I, the, the issue that I foresee happening if they kept it like it was, it was not going to work at all. Period. Point blank. It was not going to work the way that Warzone makes money. Warzone is a free game and the way that they make money is by selling operators and more importantly, by selling blueprints and they, if they people are not getting their loadout for the blueprints, no one's gonna care. They're not gonna sell any blueprints because that's the only reason. That's like the main reason for getting a blueprint is you have a cool skin in the game. But if you can't get your loadout, there's no reason for it. So I have a feeling that they're not going to be selling enough blueprints in the first season or two, and they're gonna make the change to back to how loadouts were. 
That way they can start selling more blueprints again. Now, I'm going to make a caveat to that because there is one thing that might save it. Third-person mode. Oh, yeah. That. I mm. did not get to watch that live because I was had some stuff to do this afternoon. But, or tonight, so I didn't get to watch it live. But I went back and watched some clips of it. That looks way better than it did a month and a half ago. I haven't played third-person mode in, in Modern Warfare 2 at all because I've just been kind of grinding. haven't really played it much, so I didn't realize how much they have refined it. That looks and feels so much better than it was two months ago at the, at the uh, Cotton Next event. And I think when it ahead. comes to it, I might actually play that map. Just I might just play Warzone in third person. In third person mode, yeah. Like so, every this... now and then, just have a break and do that just for my mess about games. So because that shit looks fun. They're releasing third person mode as a rotation playlist. Is yeah. what it says inside the patch notes. Which and I agree is... with. I no, I I I agree with what I'm worried about with it is I honestly believe there are going to be a lot of people who like the third person mode better than the first person mode and with that happening you cannot play first person and third person cro across from each other it's not fair it's legitimately not fair third person is just overpowered for being able to yeah. beat corners all the good stuff if they actually release a ranked mode, which is the only way this game is actually going to survive, and I 100% believe that if they do not re release a ranked mode for this game, it will end up exactly like Warzone 1 and it will be dead in six months. Uh, but if they release a ranked mode for first-person mode, they also need to release a ranked mode for third-person mode. I think that a ranked mode for third-person mode might be better than a ranked mode for first-person mode. Gears of War vibes. Yep. Gears of War, Fortnite, uh, just uh, H1Z1, because H1Z1 yeah. was also third person. Uh, Huskers were talking about that today. He said he absolutely loved the third person because it gave him a lot of H1Z1 vibes. Uh, like, I, I honestly believe as a ranked mode that a third person mode might do better. The only issue is, is when you have a... Pub's first person mode with uh, solos duo trio squads. You have a pub's third person mode with solos duo trio squads. You have a ranked mode for uh, third person for first person, which honestly I think needs to just be three. You don't have an option for it. It's just the ranked mode is you have three. Maybe maybe have a solos and maybe have a trios, but you don't need duos and duos and quads. Like just pick two of them, and then the same way for third person mode it also needs a rain mode will there be enough people playing the game to fill all that up that's the only thing that i'm kind of worried about depends on how successful it is exactly like it, it that's that is the only thing that i'm worried about is having enough people to fill up all the modes this is why apex has actually not a made a solo, a solo person mode uh and b made a different type of uh like extra mode the reason why they don't like putting those in the games is because when that happens, there's not enough people playing Apex to fill everything up. And so it's just... It's a good idea, but I don't know if it's going to work with the amount of players that are playing. 
Now, to give you a little bit of math, I actually did a little bit of math on this, and it's actually quite hilarious to me. Because, so as of this weekend, they had officially made $1 billion on the sale of, of Modern Warfare 2. I kind of did a little bit of math and basically said, okay, the base game is $70. The base, the base game right here is $70. There's a $100 version of it. I'm assuming more people bought the $70 version than the $100 version, but there were quite a few people who bought the $100 version. Most of the people who I know bought the $100 version because we're just, we, it's, when you do the math in your head, the $100 version is worth more just for the actual battle pass itself. But most people are going to buy the $70 version. So I divided it by 82. Like just, just the math that I did in my head. I did 1 billion divided by like 80 to 82. That means over 12 million people have bought this game. 12 million people. I Not saw a stat people. It's a lot of people. Yes, I saw a stat today. Game six of the World Series when Houston won it, only 11 million people watched that baseball game. Like, just think about that for a second. The World Series of baseball, only 11 million people watched the last game of the year. More people than that have bought this video game. Like, just wrap your brain around that for a second. People like think gaming is this niche thing that not a lot of people do. The $70 or $100 version, there's been 12 million people buy it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now there's a free version of it coming out. Imagine how many people are going to play this game. Like, if it succeeds, it literally might have a player base of over 15 or 20 million players. Like, it has that possibility. It just can't flop. It can't release and then turn into Warzone 1 again where it's just a kill race simulator. Like, there has to be a reason to play it. I think my rant's over. I've gone on a couple of rants today. Also, yeah. hello, Hog, in the Twitch chat. Wow. Okay. Gulag. Let's talk about Gulag for a second. I'm not a fan of 2v2 Gulag. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. No, I'm a fan of, like, I'm happy that they made, like, a couple of... It looks better than it did when... Yes. Uh, Way. Like, the fact that you actually start with your gun. Yeah. Like, I like the aspect. It's just... I mean, I saw Joe tear down two both people on the opposite team and his teammate yeah. didn't even do anything. But besides that, it's just like, well... so It takes out the fairness of the Gulag because the Gulag is a 50-50. Yeah. This isn't because there's so many variables within. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're... It's the same as gunfight. If your teammate goes down... You need, you need to sweat. You're literally just dead. There's no, you have no chance. Now, brass, I do agree with the four v the four versus a bot thing. I like the addition of the bot, like the if you kill the bot, then everybody gets out. But I wish it was a one v one. That if then the bot came up and y'all killed the bot instead of each other, 
then you both get back instead of all four people getting back. That's kind of where I don't like it. I wish it was a 1v1 where, okay, if you don't kill the person then and you kill the bot, then, everybody, then both of you go back. That's kind of a cool aspect of it. But not not a fan of the 2v2. It's just like, like you're saying, whenever it gets when it's a 2v2 and then your teammate goes down, once your teammate goes down, you're just kind of screwed because they're just going to pinch you and you're dead. It's very, very hard to clutch up a 1v2 with that kind of TTK because the Gulag is the uh is multiplayer ttk and it's just very very hard to, especially because you're gonna have you're gonna have a shotgun and a pistol but yeah the gulag there are some positive changes to it like starting with your weapons that's actually a really good idea i'm glad they actually changed that where you don't have to run and pick up your weapons and it's basically who can pick up their weapon the fastest gets the kill but yeah uh prestige they changed it back. Yeah. They actually listened to the community. Good job. Good job, Infinity Ward. You haven't listened to the community hardly at all in this entire this entire past three months. But you finally listened to the community on something. Congratulations. You get a round of applause for actually giving us a good prestige system. Now I'm I'm I can actually know with oh, I wonder if this guy is this guy cheating? I don't know. Because we're at the beginning of the season and everyone's a level one. No, I'm gonna be able to know in March of next year when everyone's level five hundred and fifty and this guy is like tracking me through a wall and he's level four. I'm gonna be able to know he's a cheater. Like, congratulations, thank you. Plus the fact that yeah, it's gonna look kind of cool with the good prestige system. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I do like that they actually changed the prestige system. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Um, so, I'd like them to incorporate the say uh, people are probably, like, I know that this is probably too much for them to do, but they need to kind of drift away from them both being tied into one, if you know what I mean? What because mean? it'd be good to see multiplayer be multiplayer again. Like, that was the challenge of prestige and in multiplayer. Like, I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty f for a long time. Yeah. I, and I'm the reason, actually glad they're linked. And the reason being is because there was no better feeling than beating your friends to a prestige, resetting yourself, and starting from the beginning again. Yeah. Which you can't do that. You can't reset. That's the only no, way. you can't. Like, it just That's... feels like there's nothing to work for. Like, once we hit Prestige 1, we just continue after that to uh, 2, 3, 4, 5. At that point, it's just a number. I'm, I'm glad. In... I, I am actually kind of glad about that, just because, like, what I was talking about a while ago is, like, I'm going to be able to know, like, what actual level someone is. Like, it's... It's just going to make it easier to know. Like, all right, when I'm looking at you and looking at your rank, like, because they're, they're technically, so, like, it technically does, quote-unquote, reset, but it doesn't actually reset. It's just, so, like, this, this is what I'm talking about, Brass. Uh, so the new prestige system right here, you actually go up to level 250 at the end of Season 1. Like, that's the level cap. But instead of it resetting to 1 like it did every season, you're not resetting. 
you just start at level 250. The next season, you go to 251, and you can continue leveling up. But what that allows everyone to do is... So, let's say at the end of Season 1... Uh, at the end of Season 1, you only get to, like, level 100. You can still progress all the way through those levels. You don't just end it. Like, if you don't get that level, it doesn't just, oh, reset. Like, so let's say... I or I only get to level 200 at the end of season one. Jamie gets to level 250. Well, when they up the the level cap to 250 in season two, I still have to go all the way through 250 up to 500 versus Jamie who is starting at 250. Yes, I am 100% sure it is read, read this right here. This is what it allows it to do. They talked about it on some on their uh, Twitter as well. Like it's not resetting. It will continue to grow all the way through. The ranking system will. So I'm I'm kind of glad about that. Plus the fact that there's multiple prestiges throughout the end of it. You can get multiple things. Oh yeah, um, we're getting five prestiges off the rip. Yeah. So it's not it's not a it's not a revert back to the exact old system to where once you hit the max rank you could literally reset back to one and regrind everything if you wanted to. It doesn't do that, but it does give us the ability. It's kind of a mixture to where you don't reset every single season back to one, but there is like a grind to get to it. Now there's going to be a race to the max. I, I like it because like there's going to be a race to the max level every single season. Uh, it's probably gonna take about two days. There's gonna be some people who do it in two or three days, but like it's it gives people a reason to actually grind the rank this time instead of oh look I got to level oh look I got to level a thousand but next season that means absolutely nothing because no one knows it. Like I'm resetting back to one. So yeah, I I'm I'm excited about it. It's it's I think it's gonna be a good change because it's not. It's not the old, old system, but it's also not the new system that everyone hated because it was stupid. Any, any last thoughts about that? Like, in all honesty, like, looking at it, the old prestige system compared to what we've had for, like, the past three years is actually The past three years have been horrible. Um, like... It, it, got, it got better. So, that's, what made it so bad is, like, for the entirety of Modern Warfare... Like, all the seasons of Modern Warfare, you get to level 55 and you were done. Like, that was it. Yeah. You couldn't go any higher. At least when Black Ops came out, I think it was like level 3 of Black Ops, they flipped it to where you could at least get to a level 1,000 if you wanted to. And you got rewards yeah. for it. But... Like, I just I just used to enjoy, like, obviously, like, my childhood and everything like that, playing with, like, competitive players competing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's no better feeling than seeing yourself as, like... So back then, like... I mean, I hit Master Prestige, what, three times on Black Ops 2? Mm. So that's equivalent to 11 Prestiges. What's that, 33? 33 Prestiges in one year? Something like that, yeah. And you look at that, and... Like... Back then, you hardly ever saw any Prestige Masters around. Like, there wasn't many people that went for those full 11 Prestiges because people hated resetting at 1. Yeah. But they knew, like, and that's what made you a better player as well, was resetting yourself and going from level one again. Because you're constantly putting yourself at a disadvantage every single time that you prestige. Yep. But you go through it and you get better every single time that you do it. And 
I enjoyed that more than what I have done these past three years. These past three years, I've hated it. Like, it's just not Call of Duty it, to me. Like, you it, took away the prestige system, and it's just... Why? Yeah. It's just... It, I think this is a happy medium in between both of them. Yeah. Like, you I can't reset. You can't, you can't full reset, which I understand why you can't full reset. But I can't even imagine going through this grind again. No, like... like having to unlock it, everything. Like, there's no... Po- like, it's taken me... It's taken me over two weeks to just get the ARs and SMGs and LMGs leveled up. Like, I mean, but, I'm, what, a hundred and ten camos right now? Yeah, something like that. Out of, out of one hundred and eighty-six, so I'm a decent chunk of the way through it, but I ain't doing that shit ever again. No, it's ridiculous. Like I'll do it for like, it's just. I, I, I kind of like how they did it this season. Like, it's a happy medium of both. Like, I, it's it's a happy medium of both, and I like it. But, all right, let's go on to our last segment. Of course, the metas of the minute. This is the segment that we do at the end of every single podcast where we talk about what we think is currently the meta right now. So this is can be very, very kind of confusing based off of what you want the parameters to be. So, for, we're doing the multiplayer... Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, what the meta in it is. There's basically two different systems. You can do the competitive the competitive meta or the meta in the game. <laughs> because in competitive meta, there's a lot of stuff GA'd, and so it's kind of iffy on what you think the actual Do you want is. me to handle the competitive uh, metas? Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you <laughs> handle the competitive meta. I know you know that more now, do, even though I think I know what it is. It's actually what most people are running. The meta in the game is a, is a 74U. It's not even close. Like, in the actual game itself, it is the 74U. You can build it for long range. You can build it for short range. It has, it has literally, it's just literally it. It is the meta. There is no, mm. there is no competition with it. Nothing outguns the Fennec up close, though. Uh, yeah, but that's just, like, that's within, like, 8 meters, 9 meters. That's the only, like, place where that's relevant. Uh, I mean, SMGs are kind of irrelevant outside of that short distance, no, which I kind of like. I do like that, yes. It's going to be interesting in Warzone because you're going to have to build guns for uh, range. damage range. That was another thing that I actually learned today watching it a lot. There was not very many close-range encounters in this Warzone. Map. Yeah. That might change a little bit as we go on, but like a- AR Sniper is going to be the meta or LMG. It's either going to be LMG-SMG or AR Sniper. Like That's going to be kind of the, the mixture. And I think it's going to be AR Sniper. Yeah, like AR sniper is going to be disgusting. But snipers are actually going to be a little bit high skill because they slow the bullet velocity down on them, which I'm excited about. Like, you're not just going to be able, oh, that's a guy at 250 meters. I want to sit on his head and (laughs) kill him. Like, no, like, you're actually going to have to, like, raise the gun up, which is also a. Who put a scope that has a red dot on it that tells you where to aim depending on what the distance is? That was dumb. (laughs) That was dumb. Infinity War, what are you doing? Like, I understand you want this game to be, like, good for bots, but don't aim for them. Like, yeah, you already but... <laughs> give them aim assist that aims for them. Don't tell them where to aim to. Like, that's dumb. Anyway. That is one thing that I would have liked to have seen them incorporate or steal from Battlefield. Is put a rangefinder attachment on your gun. No, there is. So, uh, there are a couple of, of the sniper, of the, uh, sniper optics that have one. So, the way it works on Battlefield is there's, like, an actual attachment that goes on your barrel. <coughs> yeah. 
Battlefield 24 too. We talked about that. We'll talk, no, I'm not. They're, I'm not talking about 24 They're. Wait, what? Not say that again. It's before Battlefield 2042. Oh, I was talking about Battlefield 2042. Like they, their um, attachment system was actually really good. That was like one of the very few things they did. Oh yeah, where you can actually switch your attachments in yes, game, in, 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 yeah, depending like on was, where you are. That was cool. Like that was like there still were some other things that could have been good about Battlefield 2042. It just failed epically. Anyway, continue with this. Sorry. But so the way it works is you actually have a zero in distance, like you would on a real sniper. Mm. So you can adjust your bullet velocity depending on how far away it is, whether it be 150 meters, 300 meters, 600 meters, 900, or 1500. Yeah. Now, if you put that and a rangefinder together, you can actually equivalent your zero in distance to where that's going. You literally mount up with a bipod and you can just pop a bullet and that's it. Your bullet will shoot 1500 meters. Yeah. Like, it actually takes a little bit of adjusting, and that's why I wish that they'd incorporate something like Warzone. Cod will never do that because it's. Oh, no, because game. it's too technical. Yeah. But, again, you want that's, realism? That's as realistic as you can get. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's just. In Warzone, it's going to be sniper. Well, okay. Let's finish this out. What do you think? What is the competitive meta? I think I know what it is, but you, you So the competitive meta now that the STB is obviously being GA'd, I would say I'm seeing M4s everywhere AI-wise. Which doesn't make sense. Actually, it does, because I've used it, and it feels really good. It's, it's one of those guns, it's just like, the time to kill is not good, but it might be the best feeling AR. Yeah, like, so... just shooting it. It's the exact same way as what it was on MW 2019. It wasn't the best AR. It just feels good. It just felt good. And especially, yeah. like, if you tune it and have the attachments that I gave you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those attachments? Yeah, no, that is a disgusting little... Like, that is a disgusting... It, so everyone complains, oh, the M4's got a shit ton of visual recoil. Build it like this and it has zero. It has zero. Yeah, no, it, does, it doesn't have any. Now... You can't move very well whenever you build it like that. But if you're playing an anchor AR, you don't really need to move very well. For nope. Like, nine but, times out of ten, if you're playing AR on, like, CDL now, you're not moving too much. You're normally posting up places, getting map control and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, SMG meta, the Vaznev. Yeah, that's the, ni the 9K. Yeah. Same. Yeah, the 9k is completely destroying everything close quarters yeah. on CDL. The fin I mean, the fin is going to be GA'd. Already uh, GA'd? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's GA'd as according to the players the themselves. Yeah. It's not GA'd. So this is, this is a, another confusing thing about this. So the CDL rules came out. And the CDL players have GA'd a lot of things that are not going to be GA'd in the CDL actual playlist, which I think is dumb, because it's basically going to turn into 74U Simulator. Like, 85% yeah. of players are just going to run a 74U in the CDL uh, playlist, because it's not GA'd. But it's the players have GA'd it. For those... For, Every time I say GA, I get a question about what a GA is. <laughs> a, G a GA means uh, gentleman's agreement. They literally ask Brass right now in uh, Twitch chat says, doesn't GA mean gentleman's agreement? Yes. GA means gentleman's agreement. Gentleman agreement basically means that it uh, the players have said and agreed that we are not going to use this, this specific thing. 
If someone Still uses it, you're getting fried with it because they're just going to pull it out. So basically what's going to happen in a CDL game is I guarantee you this is going to happen the first weekend that it exists. They're, they're not going to have the 74U blocked in-game, but they have a GA'd. One person accidentally clicks. They have a because all of them are gonna have a seventy four U class built just in case somebody uses it. That way they can switch to it if they need to. Someone's gonna accidentally select that seventy four U class and use it for one round. Then everyone in the game is gonna be using it. So okay, so Brass also said CDR rules are different than GAs. Mo actually, the past two years they haven't been. Oh. Anything that the CDO players have GA'd. Then Treyarch uh, Tra and Sledgehammer went into the game and GA'd it inside of the game where you couldn't Treyarch use it. were really good with it because yes. obviously the XM4 was the original meta for CDL. That got GA'd within the first three weeks. Yes. And so, like, that's Infinity Ward doesn't do that, which is why Infinity Ward doesn't care about anyone but bots. No. And so it's it's that's kind of the reason why a lot of people don't like Infinity Ward is because like or excuse me a lot of competitive people don't like Infinity Ward because they don't see uh they they, they just they don't see it like they they don't understand that yes this is a casual game but there are competitive people who want to play it and play it competitively and that's why there's two different game modes for it but they still don't even do the correct thing in the competitive game modes. Nope. So that's that's kind of what people are worried about. Plus the fact in, in the CDL they're not having red dots turned on. Plus the fact that... So the other thing that they've actually GA'd, they've GA'd weapon tuning. Uh, like the players have GA'd weapon tuning. But it's not GA'd in the CDL playlist. You can still weapon tune. Which I kind of understand that because that's one of the whole big things about this game. And the only reason you can... The only way you can actually make SMGs good in this game is by weapon tuning. Because uh, you can weapon tune the ADS. But yeah, it's just it's it's a whole thing. It's Infinity a weird one. It's it's the things that other developers do that Infinity Ward doesn't just confuses the crap out of me. The only other like AR that's worth using that isn't geared is the Scar. Yeah, and there so that's what some people are worried about is so the Scar is okay. It's not great. There's not really a really it's good... It's not versatile. No. Like, the XM4, you can still kind of use at close range. When you build the SCAR out to be a longer range gun, it's actually useless at close range. It doesn't exist. Uh, And so people are worried... Like, I saw, I saw some of the CDO players talking about today on Twitter. They're worried that they're going to GA the M4. And if the M4 gets GA'd, it's the AR players are just kind of going to be shocked. And so I can't see them doing it because they've already geared the ridiculous one out of them all. Well, the two ridiculous ones. I almost said I almost said one bullet. I'm I'm just going to say how it is. The 74U is a submachine gun that can shoot like an AR. Yes, that, that is uh, true. Yes, yes, you're not wrong. Now, I the reason why I'm hoping they don't they're not going to GA the M4? They will GA the M4 because it's too widely, widely used. It's too widely used, but it's also the fact that it actually does have the slowest time to kill. Like, yep. even though it feels really good, of all the ARs, it has the slowest time to kill. 
So I'm hoping it's just going to be like everyone just kind of agrees. Let's just use the M4. Uh, it feels good. It has a slow time to kill. It's kind of versatile. Yada, yada, yada. It's like so. all the pros on Cold War going to the QBZ. Yeah. Not the fastest killing thing, but it's versatile and it plays like an AR. It, it, played, it, played like a, it played like a good AR. It felt good. And it was... It, it made the game even. Yep. Like, it, it, it made the game more fun when everyone was using it. It's the same reason that they GA'd the, the Volk whenever LAG won. Uh... Was it major three they won? When when the sub came in and uh, he was using a Volk. And everyone was confused because no one else was using a Volk. And no one else could figure out how to build it the way he... He had he refused to give his build out to anybody. And no one else could figure out a build to replicate what he did with it. So instead of just letting other people use it, they just ended up GAing it. Because he was basically Which using it as a hybrid wrong. gun. Which I think is wrong. Oh yeah, no. Like that's I. I don't agree like, with doing that. Like if if, like, if somebody else is frying with it, let them fry with it. Figure out exactly. you figure it out then. And but you're the pros. You do this for money. Yeah. Figure it out. You're smart enough. Yeah, because it was it wasn't like his time to kill was ridiculous. He just figured out how to use it as like a hybrid gun, and because that's what he was. He was he was a. He was a hybrid player. He was an ARS. Like he was their hybrid guy. So for those for people who don't know and don't watch the CDL, the way it normally works is you have an, a Fragger SMG. You have a you have two other people who are hybrids. Normally, one of them runs an AR. One of them runs an SMG. They can flip based off of what map it is. You can have three people running SMG. Yada yada yada. And then you have a anchor AR. So you have two dead set people. One people who's a Fragger. One person who's a uh anchor AR, and then you have people in the middle who kind of figure out whatever they need to do based off of the map. He was and one of those middle... And another point man, and well, you'll yeah, have a point man. Yeah, you'll, you'll, have, you'll, have another, you'll have two point men, and then you'll have a kind of a middle person who's running an AR, but can be that aggressive person if they need to be. That's what that's what he did. Was it, what's it, it begins with an S with a Sprint? Slayer. Sl no, Slayer. It, wasn't, no, it wasn't Slayer. Because he's on yeah. the LAG squad this time. Oh, no, you're not about the guy, no. Uh, oh, it's, oh God, I feel so. It's it's like split, split, sprat. You're on about sprat. You're on about sprat. Sprat, that's it, or sprout. No, it's I can't sprat. remember. I I am so sorry for forgetting your name, my guy. You absolutely <laughs> fried, and I I'm literally seeing your face right now in my brain. But you absolutely fried, and he got he made this gun to fill that role. Like it filled that third role beautifully because you could. It wasn't like SMG level. Sprint to fire and ADS, but it could still beat some SMGs if uh, he was able to get the first shot off up close. And so then they just G8ed it, and it was like, why, why, why GA a gun that's not ultra meta but fits the specific thing that he tried to do with it? Because everyone else thought it was broken. <laughs> Even though it wasn't broken, that was the thing. It wasn't broken. Yeah, no, nobody but... else could figure. Nobody else could figure out how to fucking use it. Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. We have been this is like an hour and ten minute podcast. Wow. <laughs> it is one o'clock in the morning. Good lord have mercy. Thank y'all so much for watching or listening at this point. Y'all are absolutely amazing. Make sure you like, subscribe, uh, give us a five star review wherever you're listening to this. Uh we will see y'all back here in the next couple of weeks. Thank y'all so much for watching. Y'all are beautiful. Y'all slay out and aim for greatness.